Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forever. Dog. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. It's your old friend. Should I plug my Instagram before welcoming our guests? I think so. At yes. Mish Call. You can also review this uh, podcast if you like. We had a reviewer who wasn't thrilled that I joked about drinking Republican tears um, last week. She gave us a one star. If you want to offset that one star with a fiver, yeah. you can. Um, welcoming my guest. Uh, we had him on earlier this week. Uh, an old friend, college friend of mine. Love him. Brilliant. He has a podcast called Yo, Is This Racist? Uh, subscribe to it. And also um, a writer on Mixed Dish on ABC, which is a phenomenal show. And what a fun universe to be in. Andrew T. Yeah, wonderful. Hi, Andrew. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. Andrew, I got to tell you something at the top, just because, you know, I used mm-hmm. to work famously for ABC for about 10 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know how long you've been working there. When did you start working at Mixed Dish? Uh, I was on first season, so oh wow, a year and a half ago now, something like that. Year, year and a third. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm telling you this right now. Before, when the pandemic is God willing solved, Mm -hmm. and you feel safe going to Disney, do not Mm -hmm. fuck this up. Get ABC (laughs) to give you free tickets to Disney, and they'll give you the VIP treatment. Get Mm. your get your ABC Disney hookup because. I waited till like the day before I got um, fired from the view and then no one would come with me and my parents had to come with me and it was really sad. So do oh, it like no. in a real way. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, one of the most irresponsible things I did <gasps> was I believe I went to Disneyland 
on yeah on one of my coworkers had gotten the the like you know the the pass or whatever the hell i thought you were gonna say and, the virus and you're like and then no. we all went to disney <laughs> but but go on we went we went on i gotta say like march 6th or something oh, shit that's all like, right truly eh, nobody great. knew mark you know why because we weren't being told the truth so march i yes. performed on march 11th and half yeah. the audience got coronavirus that night this was in new york that's not a joke including andy cohen by the way but um uh, yeah so people yeah. didn't know march 6th we were like still in la la land like oh we're fine so you're i don't judge you yeah. for that Mm-mm. I I don't I maybe don't judge myself, but it was one of those things. Like as soon as like it kind of became clear what the virus was going to be, I was like, "Well, that was dumb. <laughs> that was, <laughs> uh, you know, because it's also like Disneyland. Like you're just in this. You know, I was I was sitting next to just a weird European family on yes, some they were swingy infected. ride. They had it. Yeah, you got it that day. You got it that you weird European yeah. family on a swing." They're the super mm-hmm. spreaders. Like that, you said mm-hmm. that to me, and I got it. Like here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just there's little little grubby kids everywhere. You know it what? Was though? Really I have a theory yeah. about Disneyland versus Disney World. Um, I may have mm. shared it here before. I'll repeat myself. I think that the children at Disneyland are much better behaved than the children at Disney World. Is this the Florida talking? It always is. <laughs> As a as a Miami native, born and raised in Miami, yep. um, I my theory is is that Orlando is like Vegas, where it's a destination. Like people come from all over the world, all over the country. Yes. They have like fifteen hundred parks there. Whereas L.A. or the Anaheim one, it's like let's take yeah. a day, let's go to Disney yeah, for the yeah, day. Yeah. So it's not like rabid animal children who are out of their minds. Everyone's so chill. It's just a better vibe at the Anaheim Disney. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I haven't been to the Florida one since I was 15 years old. So fair, fair. It's been a bit. It's been yeah. a minute. Um, I I was surprised. I was surprised at both two things. One, uh, how much uh, fun I had, and two, how <laughs> I'm not great at roller coasters. I really. <laughs> I was just like, oh boy, this is. Did whew, you Did you gosh. also go to Grand Californian? Because that's where. For those who haven't been to Anaheim, yeah. there's two parks. It's it, And actually, I've been with people who had the passes. So you pretty much go to both. You go to the yeah. Disneyland, which is for babies. And yes. then Grand California, or California Adventure, it's called. I'm sorry. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That's Grand right. California yeah. is the hotel. California Adventure, where you can drink <laughs> and they have like huge yes. margaritas and people get shit faced. And they have there. Yes. Did you go on the Ferris wheel there when you were there? Um, not, no, not the Ferris wheel. I went on the Incredibles one that has an upside down element to it. And I was like, Oh God, this is, we're, we're too, too old. We're too old for that I'm shit. Honestly, old. we're my, Danny my Glover. Yeah. Rattling around. Yeah. <laughs> I went on that Ferris wheel and they had two options. You could get on cars that were fixed, like just normal static mm-hmm. cars, or they had ones that were on wheels that like roll back and forth. So we're like, let's do the one with wheels. Cause we were probably drunk. And I was like, that's so yeah. fun. Let's go on that one. They lock you in this hamster cage, but truly it's like mm-hmm. Petco. They like lock it that you're now in a, <laughs> you're in a kennel yep. and the ride starts and it's a huge Ferris wheel and the shit is wheeling. It doesn't stay still for one second. You are literally right. rocking back and forth. What they don't tell you, Andrew T, when you get into this kennel is <laughs> the ride takes about 17 hours to go one rotation. Yeah. So it's fun for maybe the first five minutes and then you're trapped in a hell that you cannot get out of no exaggeration for at least 25 minutes you're at least yeah. it was one you, of the worst need, experiences of my life that thing 
there's no upside to like the little and it's also like because it just it's not like there's an intentional like swing no. or fun element to it it's just like you're just like unstable it feels you, you, like shit <laughs> You, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was with a friend, and then there was like a couple, like a romantic couple, and they were just like making out. It was it was my hell. Like having to watch yeah. these two kissing while I'm like clutching the metal bars. Uh, I I hadn't thought of that in a long time, but I'm glad I could relive it. This is like a uh, some sort of therapy, yeah. right? Where you relive it this with is people. Disney therapy. Well, that's you know and Disney's that's the a whole other of, thing. That's Ugh. the Magic Kingdom, of course. That's what that's what we love about the Disney ABC family. I, I just realized you really can't talk shit about Disney because you work for them still. Well, I'm free. I can say whatever <laughs> I want, and I will say this: I'm not a massive Disney fan, but I I do fucks with the Disney day trip. Like I will go. Oh and yeah, like, it's fun. You know what? Also, the key, and this may be, I don't know uh, when the last time you were able to go was, the key is to take an edible. No, not for me. No. Don't even say the word edible because I'll have a full (laughs) panic attack. Edibles for me are like a one-way ticket to the hospital, genuinely. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I I have been um, in the last year. I I hadn't had weed probably actually since college. Oh, wow. um, Because I was just like, this is not for me. And then now I'm I'm like you know, Doctor Bong Hits. Over here. Wow, what a good! Is Bong, that your Marvel Bong Universe name, Doctor <laughs> Bong Hits? Doctor Bong Hits. Yeah. I but yeah I I now I'm he's like, Jewish and now is that racist? Doctor Bong Hits is from like Yerushalayim. Okay, go on. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, cancel culture. Oh, I know you came oh, here to yes. talk about it. Just one question about it, which because we didn't get to it on part one. And of yeah, course, yeah. we do record these in two separate days. Just kidding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your outfit change is great. You're looking. I have. Just I much look perkier today. I have never probably looked worse on one of these zooms, and I'm sorry that you are getting me this way. I just had a long day. I have stomach. I wanted to get Corona tested this morning. I actually feel fine. Mm-hmm. I just have like tummy yeah. pains, and I'm getting worried that because it can affect. Do you do you find that you're paranoid? Like anything that is wrong with me, I'm like I have it. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I massive hangover, not great. I also have a little bit of the asthma, so oh, you no. know, if, if if you wake up with like a little tickle in your lungs, it's like dead. We're dead. It's fine. Oh, I um, have one cough. Yeah. My joke is that I could eat like loose popcorn shards, and if mm-hmm. I cough one time, I'm I'm like sticking yeah. Q-tips up my nostrils. Like I have it. Like we have to get it out. Yeah. Have you been Even tested though, ever? Yeah, I I I've gotten like three of the not. Uh, great tests that LA was doing. The the mouth Rap- swabby ones. Oh, mouth swabby is not good. Yeah, not that good. Got to do um, nose pokey, mouth swabby. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I also have been like pretty good about like not really seeing people, um, with one or two massive exceptions. But um, you know, yeah. Do you have I, a family? Like, is that why you said that? <laughs> no, no, no. I I, I have uh, twice now cracked and gone on like. Uh, some somewhat ill-advised dates have you yeah <laughs> but Wait, you know and can, then we, it's can like, i dig in because i i yeah, also please. have i also have um yeah. and i'm curious about this when you say ill-advised yeah my question to you will give no identities away obviously um yeah. do you mean first dates with like people who look sick <laughs> no not, not <laughs> or just not bad that bad. first dates but just like like putting a lot of trust in in the other person's routine. Yes. Well, you, you have to, I mean? you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's one of those things where you're like, right. What else are you going to do? And it's like, eventually you're horny and or drunk, but 
like yeah it, it's one of those things where it's been fine but every time there's like a week after where i'm like that was dumb andrew yeah 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 or, yeah dating has been um, um i wasn't sure if you were single or not but i'm glad that mm-hmm, you are mm-hmm. because we can kind of dig yeah. into this dating yeah, i'm sure. glad that you are because we can both die alone Dating mm-hmm. has been uh, really interesting. I'm I'm in London, as you know, and actually yeah. it's been really mellow for me here and it's been normal mm-hmm. and nice and I have no complaints. But in New York, before I left, I went on, I want to say two first dates in October mm-hmm. that were okay. both... One was just horrendous. Like one was with a tall fetishist, which he was tall sure. himself, which is unusual. Usually it's like shorter men who are like, oh, yeah. like step on me. Um, <laughs> he was, he was not, he didn't want me to step on him. It was so weird. Um, yeah. but he was, he was annoying. And then another guy who was very nice, but no makeouts in either case. So I was like, okay, this is fine. We had outdoor dates. So that's why mm-hmm. I feel like I actually am a good American because I didn't really whore myself out. Yeah, you're good. I I was in the in the yes makeouts category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're like, give me. Like, yeah, it was it was definitely like, bleh, you know, it, it's it's like it's basically I guess the have you been tested, but for just basic respiratory function. Kind <laughs> Wait, of, also, kind of question. If people who can't see you, I don't know who these makeouts were with, but it looks mm-hmm. like you look like you really didn't have a good time. You went, you went, no, you were like, no, 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 I, I really, I really, I really did. But it's like hard to tell Mm. what I ultimately, I will say they were not worth it because of my own shit. You know, it just, it made me too crazy, you know, for the two weeks after basically that I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is like not crazy wise. Do you think that because of a pandemic, because I feel this. I think that people are so desperate to get into relationships to avoid exactly what we're talking about. Yes. It's like, I feel like as single people, if you are interested in like really settling down with someone now is the time. I think the universe is telling us (laughs) stop fucking around, stop being an idiot and find somebody Mm -hmm. because this, how long can we go on like this is my question. You know, I, but yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, that definitely actually was how the first one kind of fell apart was I was like, Great. Yeah. Now that now that I've let you in, we're 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 bonded together forever. Yeah. I was like, well, that was not. That was, <laughs> that was that didn't work. I'm shocked. I yeah. I actually found it charming when you just said it. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there's there's a right way and a wrong way to maniacally need someone in your life. And, the maniacal you know, need is what it. It's really what fuels us. I feel because it's just yeah. The maniacal desperation. Do you find dating when I lived in LA? I could talk about this. I think every episode I bring it up dating yep, in please. LA yeah. um, for me, the men in LA were, it was a hellscape. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I famously dated a man from a town called Walnut. We called him Walnut Dave. He only drank mm-hmm. pineapple juice and it always made him feel sick. And honestly, <laughs> he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. <laughs> I always think of him. Cause I'm like, that to me was LA for me. Like finding, mm-hmm. finding these like, extras on true blood and then like going out with them like that was just so dark you know not taking away from that job but just like there was a lot of desperation not just to get hired to act on projects not for me but from other people but also desperation to like make it like get laid and do this and do that and oh it just felt gross honestly it's i i have always been i will so i will just say this actually for both of us i'm listening i hope this is uh please take this the right way oh i'm already offended i I think you and I are both actually maximally 
like attractive right now? Like I'm at Do my you best think so? for sure. Yeah, and and like Andrew, right? do you? I, I mean, actually honestly, feel like if I knew you were going to say that, I would have put makeup on other than my foundation. I was like, Andrew, stop. That's nice. Oh, no, thank you for you saying that. Yeah, but don't you? Don't, I mean, I I definitely feel that you about myself. Great. Um, thank Andrew, you. listen, and ladies, I, ladies listening, Andrew's sexy mm-hmm. single. LA. Mm-hmm. He's in the union. He can take you to Disney mm-hmm. for free post pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. what, how else can we sell you to the listeners? I feel like That's you're, awful. you're Already a catch, Andy, Andy T. Thank you. Thank you. You were never married. You don't have like a, a an evil ex-wife. No, I, I was engaged and I fell apart <gasps> about six years ago. Wow. So that I think, so in a sense, I've, I'm like functionally divorced. Uh, we just never <laughs> got married. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. are I, you still I, friendly I, with her or no? Yeah, we actually split oh. to custody of two dogs. Oh my so god! I have, I have. If you, that's that's one thing on my my Insta. You'll see uh, pickles the Chihuahua very frequently. It's oh. so bad, the Pekingese. Um, but right I now, I'm actually chihuahua. fostering two two other Chihuahuas. <gasps> I've seen my dogs in a bit. It's a whole thing. Are they there in the but, room with you now? Yeah, they're snoozing. They're oh my snoozing. god! Before we end, can you pick them up and show them to me? Yeah, not 100%. not right now. Let them sleep. I love. Nothing more than a little chihuahua. I I love a little mm-hmm. baby angel, cuddly mm-hmm. little babies. So cute. Oh my! They're God. really cuddly. The one, the only current downside is the the one that I prefer, the cuddlier, chunkier one. Obviously, is uh, she? Uh, I'm just gonna assume. I don't know that much about their history, but we'll just say had a, a grip of puppies at some point. Oh no! And she's a little older, so she uh, when she gets uh, when she falls asleep, she can wet the bed a little bit. So that's oh. been tough. Does she have a so, C-section scar? Does she have like a little pooch? It, it feels like it. Oh, like, little I angel. I don't, I don't know why. She's so sweet. And I would love to like have her in bed or oh, know, but she pees more often. So it's like, so I've been trying different solutions. I got her little diapers. I was going to say you have to get her little baby poise pads. Baby ones for Chihuahua. Yeah, I've just been wrapping her up in a puppy pee pad like a little burrito. But so a, fucking cute. Solution. Yeah, they're, they're so I, I want to go back to you seeing how hot we are because I, in a way, mm-hmm. do have to agree that it is a crime against humanity that while I think I really am looking good this year, I can't go anywhere. Exactly, like, yeah. I, I the had the fuck? same thing. I was like, oh, I'm I'm like, whatever whatever mental shit I have um, about my own attractiveness, this was the year I was like, I got this. I'm doing good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking good, feeling good, like, and just <laughs> locked out. And um, locked down. So... Do you think yeah, that came so, with age? Because I feel, I think you're probably, are you 40? Yeah. I'm 39, sure not to brag. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look great for 40, I will say. Thank Genuinely, you, you look you. 30. Um, and I know I that I called. look young as well. So thank you. <laughs> yes. she doesn't, he doesn't oh, say yeah, anything. You as, well, you, as well. you as well. You as well. You got called what? No, I, someone, someone at work last year was like, I thought you were 25, which wow. felt like a good and bad. No, you but. do look very young. But- we were talking age about age. Said, you know? I feel no. like I know. I feel like with age thirty nine, it took me thirty nine years to like get over yeah. the fact that like I have a big ass, like all these things. You know what I mean? And once you kind of mm-hmm. get over, no pun intended, the hump, mm-hmm. it's so freeing. I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I do this ten years ago? Just to be like, yeah. I'm flawed. Everybody is. You could be worse, yeah. and just own the shit. You know, it's very nice. Yeah, I I think it's got to be ultimately. You know, I think like we we always hear like, oh, it's just about confidence. Confidence is attractive, and yet that's like weird advice that is unactionable. Like you can't make yourself confident. Yeah, 
like and and so weirdly it's like okay okay it's useless but now that i'm actually seeing it in myself i'm like oh that's what it is and that advice is terrible because i 100% could not have forced myself to feel this way when i was 25 it's only confident like, people say that it's people yeah. who are basically assholes are like hey you know yeah. try give it a try you might enjoy yeah. it have you considered <laughs> changing your brain in a way that is impossible <laughs> But aren't you grateful? And every day I wake up, I go, Hashem, which is, I believe, Hebrew for God. Thank Mm -hmm. you for never having given me children. Because if I would have had children during this time, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be making it right now. Like, I would not be looking good. That's a fact. I mean, I'm getting my first white hairs, by the way. I've never had gray hairs in my life. And I'm getting, like, the stripe. I don't know if you can see it. There's some coming in here. My hair is also filthy. but. It's not great, but, um, can you imagine if you had, I don't know if you want to have kids in your life. I mean, we're both still young enough, but if Mm -hmm. I had kids right now, forget it. I, I can't, I, yeah. A couple of our mutual friends from college have a grip of kids and I, I'm just looking and mostly at their Instagram or occasionally like on a FaceTime chat. And it's just like, Oh my good Lord, that feels I mean, again, I can barely handle kind of some pretty old dogs. Urinating Chihuahua with the big, like, yeah. I'm picturing like bullet wounds on her. Like, I feel like she has like fucked up scars, this little girl. You'll see him. I'll hold him up to the camera. I can't wait. Don't do it yet. You'll I want to save him. it for the yeah, big yeah. finale. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you this. I feel like there were other questions I had. Obviously, we talked about your podcast already, but in the past yeah. six months, I want to get your take. Oh, yeah about performative activism where people, honestly, mm-hmm. I felt it the most with Brianna Taylor, Brianna, poor Brianna Taylor, yes. yeah. a life tragically lost for no reason. And yet her name almost became like a, I don't know. It, it just, something happened with yeah. her and like it a, just a grows meme a meme. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just became a trend. So I, I'm going to say probably the not that popular thing, which is like, I ultimately probably, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Like, like, cause those are also a lot of people who otherwise fully would not give a shit. Um, so maybe, maybe the best uh, way to explain this is by example, which yeah. is that like, um, when the black squares thing for, you know, blackout Tuesday, you know, it was corny, like, you know, not kind of got co-opted by Instagram people. Right. Um, on one hand, like meaningless, empty gesture, um, you know, not meaningless, but near meaningless. And it's like, you know, you, you think you really did something. I think it's just like people expecting a lot more credit for expressing, you know, the bare minimum of like, I think black people are human beings. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so on one hand, very easy to shit on those people. However... I do very much judge any white person that has not posted that thing. You know what I mean? I know. Like, it's like, it's like the symbol of like, okay, at least you're not actively racist. Well, people, it's like, you can't win because if you post about it too much, you know, it's almost like, well, what are you marching? Like, are you donating? I mean, for me, it's about my perspective. It's using the platform. If you have a following and money, I'm Mm -hmm. like that. And, Mm -hmm. and obviously marching and putting your voice out there. But that to me, that's like the quickest way you can actually prove it in other than just posting about it. But, yeah. um, but then sometimes I see people just like overly posting too. And I'm like, I get it and I understand it, but it's mm-hmm. a very fine line. And then you're right though. Why should it be a fine line? If any, if someone's supporting the right side of history, yeah. why are we even judging them? It's like, nobody can win yeah. almost. Yeah. 
I, I think, but that's, that's why it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's some of the fine line mentality is the part that's like tough. It's like, if you don't think of it as a fine line, but mm-hmm. as sort of like a very wide spectrum that, that forms the boundary rather than like, are you on this side or that side? Then it's like, yeah, like, like again, for, for a lot of white people, like posting the black square or like posting something about Brianna Taylor, like sort of like necessary, but not sufficient to pull well, a yeah. from our early writing classes. Oh, um, that's that microbiology that. major flaring yeah, right? his head again. Mm-hmm. No, but, but I think that's the thing. It's like, yeah, this is like a thing that you have to do or should do some version of or do more than at the very least. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's tricky. I mean, I think on the balance, I mean, another actually to go back to show business, right? It's like almost all diversity initiatives in Hollywood are at the base of it done for the wrong reason. No one's doing it. For to- sure. Yeah, for sure. No, and especially no the last six months, like, well, CBS yeah. has always done it, but they're now all of a sudden now CBS casting is like, well, on Survivor and Big Brother, which by the way, Big Brother is like basically a racist show. They always put yeah. racist people on that show who <laughs> right, always right, right. vote all the black players at first, gay players, Latin players. It's yeah. crazy. That being yeah. said, now they're like, oh, we're going to really focus on making 50% of the people, you know, people of color. And it's like, mm-hmm. great. But also what the fuck took so long? Or like The Bachelor finally yeah. being black, like. It's yeah. 2020. Really, it's 2021. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so so those things, it's like, those people aren't doing it because they believe in justice. They're doing it because the trend created an impression for them that the market wanted this thing in the culture. And so it's, it's like a thing where like a lot of, uh, I, I'm, yeah, so maybe that's it. I'm like maybe more accepting than a lot of like real social justice people of like, right progress happening for the wrong reason like fuck it you know like accept it yeah you're if i mean i guess and and be critical of it and you can still talk shit i think that's a thing it's like i can still talk shit but at the end of the day it's better than if they you know if if mcdonald's has a mixed race family in one of their ads and it makes racists really mad and whatever like better than not I'm positive oh, McDonald's sure. is not doing it out of their goodness of their heart. They don't give a fuck about racism. They just want to sell more burgers. But like, it's good that they did it anyway. I agree totally. Actually, there's a big controversy here in England. There's outrage over this uh, Sainsbury's ad. In fact, I had to look it up because I was worried. It's It seems so crazy that I was like, I think I'm getting something wrong because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. There was just a Christmas ad with a black family and people got upset about it here. And you know, it's funny because we don't know a lot about, um, about English culture. And I'll tell you that from a coronavirus perspective, I've never met lazier people in my life. I always assumed the English were better than Americans. And I know they're not. It's a great Mm -hmm. thing to realize though. It's a fun thing to people. All the neighbors can hear me, by the way, my window is wide open. They're going to throw me out of the Airbnb. Hell yeah. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck them. Honestly. What, what, what I will say actually is because there's a similar thing of, you know, everyone thinks like Asian people are fucking smart for some reason. And it's like, no, it's the Asian people you meet because guess what? It's fucking hard <gasps> to get from Asia to America if you are poor or whatever. And and thus it's like when it's you go to actual Asia, you're like, yeah, Asian people are bozos just like everyone else. There's smart people. There's dumb people. There's lazy people. There's horrible people. There's great people. 
And it's it's just this like, you know, this like bias of American culture that it's like we yeah. believe this thing. Not the only bias, but what a great stereotype. PS. Yeah. Oh but like, please, po- please stereotype poor, me that way. <laughs> poor uh, like poor British people don't make it to oh. America. So, you know, you just see the the colon the colonialists and like You see the, the Colin Firths and the colonialists yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and those are the exactly. two smartest. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, Or whatever. Or like, like more powerful, confident, whatever. So no, you, of course. And Pier- and Piers yeah. Morgan, who's in his own, uh, he's yeah. in his own little area. <laughs> Wait, so mixed dish I want to talk about because it, Oh yeah. I feel like working for Kenya Barris, working on that show right mm-hmm. now, especially must be such an exciting time because the topics that you guys cover and that blackish covers are so mm-hmm. of the moment, mm-hmm. crazily. So, how has it been working on it now? Like what are the conversations that you as the writers are having about where the season is going to go story-wise? It's, it's interesting. So, so the one thing that makes us different from blackish is we're the prequel for Tracy Ellis Ross's character. So we are set in the eighties. So we, we operate a lot in metaphor. Um, So last season we had an episode about like the challenger disaster. Oh my God. That, we really, it was really a 9-11 episode. It was like, you know, how do people react and how does tragedy affect things? But, you know, it's the 80s. So we're like, okay, we're going to do it through this. So, so it's a lot of that. It's a lot of like drawing parallels. Do you um, remember where you were to... when the Challenger exploded? I do. Yeah, I was in, um, let's see, it would be Carpenter Elementary School in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Oh, and Ypsilanti. We were... That's a but fun we one were, to yeah. spell. Mm-hmm. I know. I, YP. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> and we were all, we were all in the, uh, the auditorium. We were watching this thing. We wow. were, I was, you know, yeah. Did you get like trucked into like a, like a, you know, everyone sharing a tragedy together situation? No, though. I do love that. No, I was, um, I watched OJ's trial that mm-hmm, way, which mm-hmm. was real. I saw the OJ verdict that way, which was really fun in the 10th grade, but I was, I think sure. too young for that. So I was home it was 1986. I was five years old yeah, and I was yeah. in my parents' apartment um, with our babysitter, Mrs. Snydman. And she was like 700 years old, old lady in Titanic, mm-hmm. lovely lady. We loved her so much. And I was just like watching TV by myself and I just watched the thing explode. It was crazy. I was, but I remember being, oh. I remember being like this, this doesn't seem like that's what's happened. Like I, I don't think I was oh, as, I don't think I knew what I saw. Like, I feel yeah. like I wonder for little kids who saw like nine 11, like, well, that is a little bit mm-hmm. more crystal clear, but I think there's a certain yeah. amount of understanding you have to have to really know what's happening. That's that's what I was so so to to do research for that episode, we were like, um, we just watched a lot of like home video from the time or whatever. And there's there's a definite thing, and so I don't know if this is a real memory or this was jogged by watching those videos, but right. like I, at least in those videos and in my mind's eye now, like you didn't get the tragedy until you saw your teacher's face be like, Oh shit. Cause mm. you're like, I don't, is that normal? What, what happened here? Like, that seems fine. And then it's like, you see adults struggling with it and you're like, Oh no. Like <laughs> I feel scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Oh. Yeah. But it's, it's weird. It was like, you know, and, and like, I think like, yeah. And then we all wanted to take it, you know, and then the nine 11 story part of it kind of, or the nine 11 metaphor came in, which was like, everyone, needs to feel connected to a tragedy. I mean, it's a little bit, you know, the metaphor today of like every time a celebrity passes away on Twitter, mm. it's like people want to weigh in. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a Twitter tragedy person. I, I'm like, I, I kind of keep like, 
my my shit is like jokes and political stuff only. Like I'm very rarely like I would say I'm a Twitter tragedy person when it's someone who I genuinely like I got sure. really jealous well, last week when Alex Trebek died and every person yeah. was either a Jeopardy clue or met the man. And I was just like <laughs> with my dick in my hands, like I just watch it on television. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys want me to say, but um, I definitely uh, felt jealous. But if it's yeah. someone who I genuinely like feel like I did tweet mm-hmm. about Alex dying because I love him, you know, and I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. And I think I'm, I'm not even saying that's bad. I just I just personally don't do it. Mm. Um. You're better than me. It's fine. I, I mean, I get it. You are that. better than me. You work for ABC still. You don't mm-hmm. tweet mm-hmm. about celebrity deaths. Um, what, how, how else are you better I, than I, me? But I, in the union. I rarely, <laughs> I rarely tweet about any tragedy, I will say. I, I'm like, really? I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, bad shit is like, I can be quiet. Like, mm, I love screaming when bad shit happens. I get up, yeah. I just scream out loud, Andrew T. That's all there is to it. I think that's good. That's a good, that's a, a probably a more healthy way to deal with it. Cause I, I feel like I probably don't talk enough about the negative shit in my life. Oh, I love, I, I love it. <laughs> I love talking yeah. about negative shit. Cause I'm like a George yep. Costanza where like funny, bad things happen to me every single day. Um, mm-hmm. I have fights at the supermarket here almost every single day. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's because people won't wear their masks and I always say something, but it's like, I'm an American. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the lady today, I had a thing last week. People are going to be like, Michelle is a monster. And, uh, spoiler yes i'm a massive monster but i had a fight last week where they wanted me to remove my mask to get id'd for rosé and i was like absolutely not so i left it there and then this week at the supermarket that i've been frequenting that i love the lady wouldn't wear hers like the woman checking me out and i stopped and i said i'm so sorry do you mind just putting it up and she and she had it around her neck and she was like i have a medical condition i can't wear it and i'm like I, I wanted to, first I wanted to lie and say, I'm a doctor and that's a lie. I was dying to say it, but I was like, yeah, I can't, yeah. I actually can't not, not when the frontline workers are like killing themselves. I yeah. don't want to even like lie no about stole, that. No stolen valor, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. What a good podcast there, name. <gasps> you're talking about our heroes. I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but I was like, my lips were forming the word. I am a, but you know that that's bullshit and people here do not yeah. give a fuck. So I have a whole thing every day, something let's do advice. Oh, Mixed yeah. dishes on what days are how can people watch it's streaming I'm sure uh, it's on Hulu I I don't know when we're coming back we're we're mid season so we will be I think in January at some point okay have uh, you met Diana Ross you know what uh, no great let's but, move uh, on to advice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, now Tracy pulls these for us. Tracy, who is a real producer. Um, Andrew, every week mm-hmm. I yell at, Hey, Trace, people think I'm making it up. She exists. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she here. she here, you met her. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with this because I already feel very strongly about this. Are you an animal person? Clearly you are. You have the chihuahuas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there an animal off the top of your head that you don't connect to? Mm. Is there an well, animal aller- like that you don't like? Yeah. I'm allergic to cats, so Aww. I think I've I've over time been you know I'm pretty distant from the old cats. Okay, well I would literally like kiss the shit out of a cat. I fucking love cats, but um Mm-mm. for me this, is, this tension this is what the podcast <laughs> built on. This is like this free song really well for me here. Andrew T. I don't like horses, and I'll tell you why. I realized really? I can't deal with a horse. I can't. First of all, too sexy. Uh, let's start at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Too hot. There's mm-hmm. they're deadly. 
Um, like yeah. I love, I, I literally would kiss the shit out of a donkey. Like I fucking love donkeys cause they're just like so <laughs> sweet and velveteen, yeah. but like a yeah. big shiny horse. Like, no, it's like, yeah. really yeah, scary yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. Actually, there was a compilation. They have like an America's Funniest Home Videos here, obviously not America's, but of people mm-hmm. just getting kicked by horses, falling off horses, doing like the, um, you know, the dressage kind of jumps and the horses just like yeah. stopping and the people flying off of them. I mean, I was crying oh. laughing, but they will kill a person. Yeah, easily. So here's the the title already. I'm I'm feeling for this Wait, man. Oh, I, actually, but real quick. Go on. One thing that that has, as I've gotten older and I'm on the dating apps, Oh, One no. thing that is weird is there's definitely like now in in my 40s like women who just like straight up own horses on dating apps and oh, I don't know sure. why that's very unnerving to me but I was like okay that's that's too much this because like, it's weird that's why cuz yeah, you are maybe. it's weird it's uh, listen by the way, I would obviously pet a horse. Like, I don't want people, I don't want the horse people coming for me. I obviously would mm-hmm. love to like comb the hair out with that special thing. Like, I could find solace around a horse. Yeah. I just, I really do but love there, animals, but there's, I, there's nervousness. There's a little like, okay, I'm here because you've elected not to kill me. Yes. Then yeah. again, like Mr. Ed, one of my favorite shows. So maybe I need to like figure my stance out on horses. But let me read you, you this need question. A talking horse. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> With big pants and sunglasses. Forget it. Mr. Ed, by the way, funniest show ever made. I'll go to my grave saying it. I want to be buried okay. next to Bamboo Harvester. Okay. <laughs> Title. Help. I married mm-hmm. a horse person. This could be you. Nice. Already I'm I'm feeling. My wife was a nationally ranked equestrian when she was growing up problem red flag rode competitively for her college team we first started dating in college at that time her dorm room was covered in horse paraphernalia andrew Mm -hmm. photos Mm -hmm. old riding awards trinkets horse themed calendars you name it Mm -hmm. i never really paid much attention to it because i'm not a decorations guy these letters Mm -hmm. are always way too long i don't fucking care like yeah uh, cut the editorializing. We just okay. It's just tell me what happened. Okay, he's, this is getting yeah. funny though. He says, but yeah. now that we've moved in together, my wife is starting to turn this into a horse home! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so now he's a fucking decorations guy. Now, Mister Live Laugh Love is not thrilled. Yeah. yeah. There's horse related stuff everywhere. All caps. It's like someone's grandma's horse themed attic threw up in here. Mm-hmm. I've. I've tried to gently bring it up, but since, but that's what I'm saying. It's like people who are obsessed with Disney. Like yeah. that's something going back to your childhood. When, Cause I love kid shit. Like I love like SpongeBob's face. Like I'll die laughing. You know, I'm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, an idiot. Mm-hmm. I like certain funny things, but I don't decorate my house with it. Like yeah, I'm not hanging exactly. it up. I don't get tattoos of fucking, you know, not of that. Mr. Ed, I should get a Mr. Ed tattoo actually. Wait, <laughs> I've tried to gently bring it up. And since this is already too long, since I don't have taste and didn't contribute, it's, I can't suggest hanging my own stuff up. My wife injured herself recently. What did I tell you in a horse accident? Are you listening to this during her senior year? Hasn't ridden since. Uh Oh, she gets emotional. If I even suggest leaving a painting or two off the wall, mm-hmm. I don't need an Instagram worthy home. Just one that looks like adults live here. Oh, this woman needs therapy. Obviously this is like serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What should I do? Well, by the way, this is from Dear Prudence in Slate this week. These people, this guy did not write to me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a big fan of the show, by the way. That's wonderful. (laughs) I. What do you do? I mean, the heart of this answer feels to me like this is what happens when you get married in college. 
I think they were dating in. Co- I don't know if they were getting married. In, oh, they first started dating. First started dating oh. in college. To me, number one, they're too young. But number two, yeah. yeah, it seems to me like, babe, you knew exactly what you were getting involved with. Like this was mm-hmm. a horsey girl from the get go. This is why horse people have mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. And yeah, HPP. Right. <laughs> you you down with it? Problem. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Such an idiot. I'm gonna kill him. We're good. We're good. I think she needs to talk to a professional. I think possibly yes, but mm-hmm. I think it's like you need to talk to each other and you needed to talk to each other before you got, got married. Goddamn married. See but the- now it's, mm-hmm. you just got to say it. I think yeah, right? It's like like all the shit. It's like if you don't like something cuz cuz you can be a partner to a horse person. It's not my preference. But one could, can could do happen it. for you. Yeah. Could and you happen. know what? Yeah. yeah. All all the all the horsey ladies in LA hit me up. Honestly, I could yeah. see you. I'm not even just saying this to you, like in Santa Barbara, surrounded mm-hmm. by like wine casks with like a beautiful woman with a strong upper leg who mm-hmm. loves who just ha- they have like you have like two or three horses. I could see you're very mellow. I could see that lifestyle for you. Do you know what's do you know what maybe ultimately is a little weird? I think it's because then this I'm sure is wrong, but in my head, owning a horse feels like a very Republican thing to do. That's exactly that's wrong. It. No, I know that's wrong, but right. It's like, it's the most Republican horse, animal. You feel like a Republican. to me. <sighs> you don't have to say it again. I, I completely agree. It's the most that's orange right. County Trumpy, mm-hmm. like protect mm-hmm. our assets animal. Mm-hmm. God, you really mm-hmm. hit it on the head. Well, so prudence, prudence says, I'm going to make a quick, she mm-hmm. says if you should talk to your wife, but you have to come up with some ideas for how you like to decorate your home. That's funny. He should hire a designer if he care if they have money for it. Um, they don't be great. They just have to exist. I'd also encourage you to focus on what you can ask of your partner, like saying, I yeah. want 50% less horse stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is hilarious. I want a oh 50% reduction in horse decor. And I think you're trapped in a state of arrested development. What did I just say? Because you were thrown oh. off of a horse senior year of college. What do you think? Oh, do- I see. I see. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were still in their senior year of no, college. No, 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 no. They're and, like and adults. Just, and- They're Got adults. It. Okay. Can you meet my terms? By the way, what did I say? Arrested Development. When you're that, yeah. that's Disney people. I'm sorry. I know you're yeah. out there. Don't hate me, but look, in, look inward. I do hate. I hate when people hate me, but happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Acknowledge that this is emotional for her. Demonstrate patience and compassion if she starts crying. Take a break. If I'm just picturing like big horse nostrils, like blowing air out. of Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will just say if she starts crying. Uh, yeah. If she starts crying, the word if is doing a lot of work there because she's crying. That woman is a hundred percent crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her big old horsey tears. You, I, oh. I, I will end. I will end by saying this. If you ever want to have a great time, I'm sure I've said this a hundred times. Read the Wikipedia page of the horse that played Mr. Ed. His name is Bamboo mm. Harvester. I mentioned him earlier. He is the funniest horse who has ever walked the land. Like he's a comedic oh, yeah. genius, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and he I'm was like a big diva. And they had ones like apparently he died, but they brought in like in the movie Dave, they brought like another horse and they were like, here he is. But it wasn't him. But mm. if you pet like the stunt horse in front of him, he would turn his back to you. Like he was just a crack up. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. You got to, you got to be, you got to know who's the star. You gotta. 
Oh, stunt horse. Andrew T, while I am uh, saying goodbye to you, I need you to grab your chihuahuas yes. so I can look at them. And I hope one okay. of them pees. But I'm going to say goodbye and say, go download Yo Is This Racist, which is Andrew's. It's not only funny. Honestly, it's like informative, educational. You have amazing guests come on. You really like pull thank in you, some great you. people, really. Um, so go download that right now. Leave a five-star review for him and us. And mm-hmm. also watch Mixed Dish. Stream it on Hulu. Yeah. Catch up with it. And um, hopefully it's back if they're shooting it by like February. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah. Uh, currently it seems like we'll be on, yeah, February, January, something like okay. that. Okay, it's and exciting. Yeah, we are, we're, 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 chugging along it's amazing it's amazing to me too i'm like this is wonderful and follow andrew at andrew t t i on instagram and twitter okay grab those dogs i gotta see them yes 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 okay i feel bad are you waking them up (laughs) okay all right this is so good this This is oh my god i love her look at at this little oh right i'm by the way i got a full hole pick for those wondering. wow Andrew, thank you for doing the show. I mean, it's so nice to thank talk to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is wonderful. Let's I, keep in you touch. Know what? Go on. Pandemic. We got to have a conversation that we probably would have, we wouldn't have had this conversation because what would have really happened is we would have seen each other at a party, talked for between five and 15 minutes over That's the course so, of the I would have talked to you for 25 minutes. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is nice. This is like a real ass conversation. We really caught up. I feel it too. Yeah. Um, well, keep in touch. Let's do it all the time. I'm here literally alone. My bubble is this apartment. So call nice. anytime. Um, and guys, thank you for listening to Midnight Snack. Uh, appreciate you. Please leave a review if you can um, on Apple Podcasts and uh, tell your friends to subscribe, share it, do all the shit you don't feel like doing, but I'm asking you to. And we'll see you guys next week. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.